at BK. Hello? Have it your way at BK. Woo! My headphones are broken. Chicken sticks and fucking pricks. And whoppers covered with jizz BK. Gross. Have it your way. What is happening right now? That's the Burger King guy. That's the jingle that they use for all the commercials now. Man, <clears throat> Gen Z's really gone crazy. I don't think it's Gen Z. The man who sings it sounds like he's our age. Maybe he's in his 30s. He's not singing about jizz. In the commercials, I just, I mean, I created my own menu items for Burger King. Ew. But that's what he sings. He sings things like that. Where, where are you watching commercials? Impossible Burger, I really want some. Dip your Burger King fries and come at BK. Have it your way. Like you never see commercials. Give me a break. I don't. Well, and you you are the being played as a fool. Uh, okay. How much money do you spend enough to uh, a month to not see commercials? Um. Well, let's see. That YouTube I... thing you pay for, that's probably $1,000 a year. What do I pay for? YouTube, that's probably $1,000 a year. No, I no Netflix. I have Hulu. I have... I don't have YouTube TV. I no, just no. have I YouTube know. Premium. I know, but you pay so you don't have to see the ads play before yeah. the videos. Which I understand the value there. What does that one cost? What does that cost? I really don't remember. Um... That's how they get you. Then they jack the price up. You I, see, I don't care. I, I use YouTube enough to. I'm thinking about quitting Netflix, though. Did you see Disney Plus? They just upped their yearly rate by $40. $40? Yeah, fuck them. Like, they don't have enough money. All right, $11.99 for YouTube Premium. Let's look up Netflix. I have the good Netflix, too. I don't know what that means. The good Netflix. Uh, the one that's like on unlimited screens. Is that a thing? I thought they still limited, but you could get like five screens, even though they're about to crack down on that big time. So if you're sharing. Oh, it, I know. You're done. Just so stupid. Like, why would I pay for the premium? You don't. Yeah, I won't. I'm thinking about getting rid of it. That's what I'm hoping happens. I am hoping there's such a rebellion that Netflix who's doing this because they freaked out because they lost subscribers for the first time. I hope there's a mass exodus and that company crumbles. Well, they it's really, I mean, there's not a whole lot on Netflix. No, you know? like, the, what do you, what do you, what am I there for? The good things are things that they don't even produce themselves. They just pretend they do. So people think that they're a good company. Like Squid Game. They're like, hey, Netflix, right. great British baking show. That's not theirs. They just, but they, Netflix presents and the idiots in this country think, oh my God, Netflix is in the content of good, or the business of good content. I mean, every once in a while they'll have something, I mean, like Tiger King. That was an awesome eh. fever dream. Yeah. I think, let me ask you this about Tiger King. If it didn't come out when it came out, do you think it would have been as big as it ended up being? Um, probably not, but I think it would have still been something that people were like, oh my God, did you see that? But I think because, like, um, that fire festival thing that came out on Netflix and Hulu, but just different documentaries about the same thing. Um, you know, that was really popular and people talked about that, but it wasn't, it wasn't as long, uh, as Tiger King was. And you're right. Like we were all pretty captive at that moment. Yeah. The beginning of COVID. Yeah. And Tiger King, this really weird guy and this strange mystery about crime and murder. Yeah. Uh, because they tried to do a follow-up and nobody cared, right? And aren't they doing no. some... I watched the movie with uh, Kate McKinnon. Yeah, nobody nobody cares. It was okay. It was like, all right, cool. Nobody cares. So I pay uh, $15.49 for Netflix. I play. I pay fourteen ninety nine for Hulu and eleven ninety nine for YouTube, and then Travis pays for Disney Plus. What a chump! I use my parents. 
Oh, I pay for um, Peacock too. Yeah, what is that? They're like that's not going to be around much longer, I don't think. Really? I hear it's failing miserably, but it's like six dollars a month, right? Um. Or you? Or is there probably an ad-free version? Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. I only get the ad-free. I just, I, I'll binge things, and so I refuse. Uh, what are you binging? I, what are you binging on Peacock though? Um, Below Deck. Oh. Can't you find that in like uh, Project Free TV or something? Well, I'm sure that comes with uh, ads, though. Commercials. Projectfree.tv. That's where I watched Breaking Bad. Oh, I think it's $9.99 for Peacock. Peacock, you would think is good because, one, I think it's strange that they're pushing it as NBC because it's really Comcast, which also owns Universal. So they could tap into all those movies which yeah. I think would be a selling point, but they don't have them all up at any given time. Uh, then they had, I think they had, was Nope on Peacock? Nope. Oh, the movie Nope? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And then they had The Beast or Beast, not The, just oh, Beast. Oh, yeah. Spoiler yeah. alert, the lion was enacting revenge because poachers had killed its pride. It was smart enough to <laughs> spoiler. I was, did you see you watch that? I put it on one day just for the hell of it. Yeah. I mean, look, Idris Elba went for it. And so did the guy from district nine. Oh, okay. I know. I'm, I, when I saw who was in that, uh, when I saw the little trailer for it, I thought, oh, okay, interesting. But I, I don't, I don't like, committing to something like sometimes I'm in the mood to plug in to something I'll watch but then other times I really just want it on just to be able to look on my phone at the same time and um, disassociate I guess yeah it's how a lot of TV is consumed these days mm -hmm. like they're going to stop making good shows with subtle details because people are not going to pay attention I, I, well, try I, think, to... I think both can exist you know like I want to people can't help themselves. They cannot help themselves. Something is on. We were we were watching something. Oh, remember that FX show Terriers with Donald Logue? Probably uh, not. Probably not because nobody watched it. But it's really I do like Donald Logue. It's a, I, I really like that show. I watched it when it ran on FX, but it had like no viewership. Okay. It was a 500,000 people were watching every episode. Bless his heart, because I really like him. He can't catch a break. That guy like, has had a successful career for all intents and purposes, but yeah. anytime he's a lead, it just doesn't <laughs> seem to catch on. And I do like him. But anyway, that, sh that show was canceled, and I was reading about the reasons why they thought that people didn't take to it. And one of them was the name of the show. It was like, Terriers, what the fuck is that? And I, fair enough. Like, they're private investigators. Uh, Terrier was supposed to be, you know, a, a type of dog that uh, is persistent. and a bad name. Yeah, I agree. It's a bad name. Um, it's funny, though, in the show. there's It gets a little meta in the second episode, which I think after the pilot, they probably did some testing. And people probably said the same thing. That's a terrible name. So they have a conversation, Donald Logan, his partner, like, hey, we should come up with like a mascot for our firm, something that says that, you know, we don't give up and that we're tenacious. And and then they sit there for a second and like, I can't think of anything. It's like, neither can I. <laughs> so I thought, That's funny. I thought that was But everybody funny. missed that because they were also on their phones. Well, what I'm saying is <laughs> one of the reasons they gave the president of FX at the time outside of the name, he's like, I don't really think it was the name of the marketing but he's like, there were subtleties to the show. And he's like, and FX isn't known for subtle. Like, we got Sons of Anarchy and whatever else they had at the time. Uh, Chicago PD or Fire or whatever that the fuck. Thing, yeah, with that guy screaming and his face got weirder and weirder <laughs> looking as the seasons went on. Like, <laughs> Yeah. So. Yeah. It uh, turned into like the alien baby face <laughs> from aliens. And this is a long discussion about a show that obviously nobody watched. It's on Hulu and I do think it's good and, and we're. I'm, I'm rewatching it. Christina is watching it for the first time, but sometimes she gets on her phone. I'm like you're going to miss things. And she does because there are subtleties to the show. You yeah. need to be paying attention. And, uh, you know, then there's TV like below deck where it doesn't fucking matter. 
don't know. Sometimes it does matter. <laughs> no, in below deck, it matters. What are, the, are they, in, instead of explaining things with words or just getting fights, they like they show something quickly that's foreshadowing, like someone finds something in a drawer that's going no, to be that's, an important that's... thing later on? No, that's uh, that's too cinematic, but it could be a look. The captain's gold dildo. No, no, it could be it could be um, the way someone, you know, acts toward another stew or, you know, some attitude that you miss because or or like a, a weird flirty thing that happens when two people pass each other when they're kind of in relationships with other people on the boat. You know, little things like that. <laughs> Okay, I'll give it to you. Look, I haven't watched it, so I'm going to give it to you. I still, but I still feel as though I could watch that show and be on my phone and get something out of it. You saying I'm wrong? No, say that again. I'm saying that, that I could still watch Below Deck while not paying that much attention and still get what I need out of it. Uh, yes, but you won't get everything from it because you'll miss stuff. Because I've done that. Because I I'll, I won't pay attention as much because, I mean, ultimately, who cares? Um, but then I'll miss something, you know, and I won't understand why they're fighting exactly at dinner that night. Well, why did they fight last time? What's the most recent fight? Um, they were fighting. Oh, because, um, well, there's a couple of different plot lines, you know, but one of them is that... <laughs> the there's a guy who gets really like he plays hard he works hard and he plays hard he's he gets really really drunk and he is um he's talked about how he's been in polyamorous relationships before and he's has has had a lot of sex and a lot of relationships and this person so he's a, a um the bosun so he's the like a head of the department of the deckhands and a woman who's underneath him uh, he's sleeping with her and she keeps thinking that they have a real relationship. Um, and like they sneak off to a guest cabin and like fuck in the shower. And then he doesn't treat her like they're in a relationship later on at dinner when he's super drunk. And she's like, we had a magical night. And you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? You like banged in the shower. <laughs> it's not, you did not have a magical, like he's not treating you in this magical way. Um, so you see them fighting and you see her being pathetic and that's sad kind of. So you're like kind of mad at her. You kind of think she's stupid, but then you also are mad at him for treating her like that. But also he never said that they were like in a relationship, but she's treating it like they are. Where's the captain during all this? Oh, this is off charter. What does that mean? So, um, it's all a captain on a boat. Oh no, the captain's there, but the captain's not involved during their like their downtime. Oh, so they're just on shore. Oh, yeah, they're just on shore. Sorry, my my computer made a noise. What do they do? Where do they live in the town? In the coastal town where they're? No, no, they live on the boat. Docked, man. Yeah, but if they're on shore, they get off the boat, they go to dinner, and then they go out after that usually, <laughs> and that's where people get too drunk. And like silly things happen or they come back to the boat and they get in the hot tub. And then the guy that I'm talking about, like, is in the hot tub with another girl that's a that's um, in housekeeping. You know, she's a stew and he's like picking her up and floating her around and she's like laughing and she doesn't have girl code. You know, (laughs) the one that thinks that they're in a relationship is offended and stupid, but it's great. We were talking earlier about uh, Netflix when they were doing, like when they do their original stuff, and obviously Squid Game wasn't their show, but they have that stupid game show that I haven't watched based on Squid Game. Have you have you tuned oh, in? Yeah. I haven't watched it. But it's like there's such backlash coming out of it by the contestants. Like what the, I, the contestants are saying that the conditions are difficult when they were doing red light, green light, they had to stopped for like 30 minutes at a time and it was cold one day and I'm not saying that there shouldn't be proper working conditions on set except maybe with the squid game game show there should you should know what you're getting into yeah 
<clears throat> so, like, we're not going to kill you. You know, you, you won't be murdered, but we are going to make it insane for you. Well, like one of the contestants said there was the, the cruelest, meanest thing they've ever been through. I don't what have is the show called. I think it's just Squid Game. Oh, Squid Game, the game, the challenge. That's what it is. Oh, Squid Game, the challenge. And I don't have any empathy for the person who says it was just so cruel. I was like, did, you watch the show, right? And they're <laughs> right. doing a game show based on the show. Now, obviously, nobody is going to die in the game show. But I wouldn't go in expecting it to be a nice setting. Right. And it goes to show that people are willing. Like, I would assume you would have that thought before going on. I would assume. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm, I'm crazy to think that, oh, I'm signing up for this show. It's probably not going to be that much fun. But I want to be on TV. I'm that vapid and pathetic that I want to be on TV. So I'm willing to do it. There's plenty of people who exist like that. But to then go on and complain about the conditions and expect people to be on your side and say, boo hoo. Oh my God. I can't believe that. I hate Netflix for doing this to you. That seems a little out of touch for me. And again, I don't expect poor conditions on most television sets, <laughs> but for some reason, with this one, the torment and the trauma they experienced. It wasn't due to the game or the rigor of the game, people say, though. It was incompetence of scale. They bit off them more than they can chew. Which, okay, I guess maybe that can be fair. I mean, do people go on Survivor and complain that they didn't have enough food? It's <laughs> the point. Maybe it is. It's laid out a bit more, I guess. See, now that I read this quote, I'm backing off a bit because I'm, I'm capable of doing that. If this person's saying it's not the actual games themselves and it was just they didn't know how to film this thing properly, which is what led to them having to stand for 30 minutes in red light, green light. Oh, so maybe it wasn't as maybe it was more scripted. Well, that was so another that thing. Some people are saying it was rigged, but I, I don't know what they're pointing oh. to to say that it's rigged. Huh. Well, I'm thinking that it's like, okay, wait, we have to hold here. You know, like we have to, maybe they'd have to like stop the game to do something instead of just letting the game continue. So it's like, yeah. Then it's like, well, we're not even being allowed to play. We're not even, we're not experiencing the, the hardships of playing the game. We're experiencing the hardships of you filming or um, poor planning and filming or something. Oh, here's the rigged thing. Uh, there were players on the show who said that several contestants who were TikTok and Instagram influencers <laughs> appeared to be pre-selected to advance to the next round, uh, no matter the outcome of the game, because they were fully mic'd. They had mics, and other people oh. had dummy mics on them, mics that weren't running, they weren't recording anything. How do they know that they weren't recording anything? I don't know. I don't know how they they can say that with confidence. But, <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, whatever. There's a lot of people to mic, and I wouldn't put it past the producers of the show to have the influencers move to the next round. And that would be kind of shitty. Yeah. If, if you're sold a game show and you go and it was just a TV show and you were in an extra and then you were forced to stand for 30 minutes in yeah. a freezing cold airplane hangar because the crew couldn't get their shit together and film properly, then all right, I guess I would complain too. And see, just, yeah. just like that. I've somewhat changed my tune, but I also do still believe, eh, it went into the, the squid game, the challenge TV show. Get over it. Yeah, I get it. If they were complaining about that and not just that the game was hard and they suffered in the game, that's different. I guess this happened in London. Not that it mattered. They were it's like saying like on survivor, if they said, Okay, you're kicked off, and now you have to find your way off the island. <laughs> like we didn't accommodate, we don't have any uh, arrangement for you after you're kicked off the show. Yeah, you're done. Get home. Swim. Yeah. Make uh, your own. Make your own raft. What was the uh, one show that you were really into for a bit? Alone. Yeah. God, alone was great. Where people were dropped off in the middle of nowhere, and they had to they survive. They were for real alone. For real. For real. 
<laughs> like I imagine after the fact, one of those people crying tears. It was just so difficult and they were so nasty. And again, you signed up for it. This is what you wanted. Well, what was funny was um, they would, I, I don't think they do it as much anymore, maybe at all, or maybe just not as much, but in the earlier seasons, they would introduce, you know, each contestant and they would go into their background and like you'd meet their family and they would have like a cookout before they'd go off, you know, on their alone mission or whatever. And <clears throat> they'd be talking such big game, you know, like, oh, I was in the military. And so, you know, I'm this and I'm that and I'm a survival, whatever. And I go hunting and I have this and I'm bringing my this and that, that, that. And then they're out there for like three hours and they're like, I'm scared of bears. And they call. <laughs> they want to get out of there. At least they come pick them up, though. So that ties into what we were talking about. They call. It's like, all right, you're out of the game, but still you're on right. your own. Or like some people instantly injure themselves. And they're like, fuck, I can't have like torn, you know, this <laughs> ligament in my ankle and I'm fucked now. <laughs> oh, my God. This woman, woman, um, she was just wasn't thinking and she was using her axe to like shear off the outside of like a, a branch or a limb or something. And she was holding it below where she was cutting and she just chomped right into her hand and she had to go home. She was like, I can't. And that was really a bummer. She just made like one mistake. That's a big mistake though. Yeah. Even if you could patch it up you're going to get infected and the pain, you're being a lot of pain. Well, another woman who I think was a returning a person I don't remember if this was her first season or it was her second but she just kept making like she kept making little mistakes she was great but she um she dropped she had an arrow and she dropped it and it like jammed into her leg she's like ow you know <laughs> shit <laughs> and then um <clears throat> she had caught a, she uh had she set these little traps everywhere and she caught a squirrel and she was trying to like get the squirrel had, hadn't died all the way or something. And she was trying to kill it or she was trying to get it from the trap and it turned around and bit her. And so she was bleeding from that. Like she could not catch a break. You can't get rabies from squirrels though. Can you, I think they are killed by rabies before they can pass it on. If oh, I, I, if I no, recall, I, I think that's the truth. That is the truth. I would, I bet. agree. I'm, I don't, I'm not going to question that. I'm not trying to say you're, I'm just saying, I don't think that she was going to, I don't think you're going to get rabies out there. I don't think you can from a squirrel. Where do you get, where, where do a do squirrel wild, bite? I feel like rabies is from animals living in suburbs. Do animals out in the wilderness, wilderness have rabies or get rabies? Possibly. Where it, where, how do you get rabies? <laughs> how do animals get rabies? It's a good question. My phone seemingly knew. I was typing in, how do animals, and it just auto-completed, <laughs> get rabies. It, it was listening to us. I think it does listen. It just, uh, pets get rabies from having contact with wildlife. No shit. Thank you. <laughs> how do animals get rabies in the first place? An animal's bitten by a rabid animal. Yes, I know that. Ugh. It doesn't, it's not really telling me. You know, sometimes there's these questions that are act, asked very directly and you think, all right, this is going to give me the answer. And then you get something from the CDC that says an animal gets rabies by being bitten by another rabid animal. Right. Yes. I guess it's just passed around. It's just it's out there. Animals are passing it around. And so when I said you can't get rabies from a squirrel, I think if you took the squirrel's fluids and injected them into yourself, you could get rabies. But from a squirrel mm. bite, I, I think rabies kill squirrels before they can pass it on to you directly. It's the raccoons. Those are Damn, the... you really cannot figure, I cannot, every every single source says it comes from an animal who has rabies. I told like, you. Bitch, yeah. where does that fucking person get rabies? How did the first animal get rabies? The first written record of rabies causing death in dogs and, and humans is found in the Mosaic Esmuna Code of Babylon in 2300 oh. BC where Babylonians had to pay a fine if their dog transmitted rabies to another person, which at the time they assume there's no cure. So your dog transmits rabies to another person. That person dies. Your dog dies and you pay a fine. What was the first animal to get rabies? 
uh, documented in the U.S. was Spotted Skunk in 1826. Obviously, rabies was around, but that was the first recorded record of it. World Rabies Day. There's a day for everything, as you know. <laughs> Happy World Rabies Day, Eric. The Squid Game thing, just going back to that, $4.5 million is the prize. Though. That's pretty good. That's a lot of money. Damn. Would you go on the show for that? No. No, thanks. $4.5 million. I'm not going to win. So I'm just going to put myself through all that. No, thanks. What did you win on the uh, loan show? Just credibility? Uh, no, you win something. I think at first it wasn't very much. It was kind of a bummer. Uh, the guy that won the first season survived by like, uh, he found a cave. And then he just like hunkered down and barely moved and like ate worms and stuff so that he wouldn't expend any calories. I think that's you know, like smart, he, right? I know it, it was smart. <laughs> he was like, I'm eating this thing. It's really gross. But <laughs> with those okay. people, with those people that they love just getting the credibility, they got that cred they won. That means something to them. I'm the best. Uh, well, a lot of them are survival like trainers, you know, or, or uh, like teach other people how to survive and stuff. And so I think that this would be something that would boost their business. Yeah. You go in yeah. to the runner up. You're like, oh, no, where's the winner live? OK, so the. Uh, before season seven, it was five hundred thousand dollars, which I feel like is not enough. After taxes. I mean, it's still a decent amount considering family feud still gives twenty thousand dollars to a family of five. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. 20K? That's it. You can stay on. After taxes, is that like $6,000? And there's a family of five, so you got to divide it. And then they right. give away. So you can stay on conceivably for a week on Family Feud. If you don't get dethroned and you win, you can win five games. And if you won them all, at that point, you get $100,000 and a car. I always love the car. Who's taking the car? There's five of them. Who's getting the car? Thanks. Thanks for giving one of the dumbest prizes in history to a team game. Something you can't I heard, share. I heard that the people on uh, that won cars on Oprah was like a real shitty deal, because if you did take the car, then you you had to pay the taxes on it. Yeah, that's always the thing on. Uh, what's the one that Bob Barker hosted? Prices, right? Oh, I, but I think maybe you could take. Maybe you don't take the car, and then you just take the, like a, some money. I don't remember. I don't think. I don't think you can. At least with the prices, right? I don't think you could trade it for cash value. You could say, no, I don't want these prizes because I can't afford the I taxes. I would just take the trips. I'm like, I'll take the trip. You still do have to pay the tax on the trip. But yeah, at that point. You're paying way less than you would. Yeah, much less to go on a nice trip. Uh, that's why the cash is always the best because you're going to pay the tax, but it doesn't matter. It's not anything out of your pocket. Right. I guess you could buy the or win the car and then sell it, cover the tax and pocket. Oh, okay. That's work. You got to do work at that point. Yeah. I always thought so many of the prizes were so disappointing, too. As a kid, Price is Right, I loved watching it because it was always, it meant it was summer or we didn't have school. <laughs> or like you was, were sick. Yeah, or sick. And, I you know, nothing against Drew Carey. I just, I mean, he's probably just as old as Bob Barker was when I first started watching it <laughs> at probably. this point. And Bob Barker's still alive. I can't believe that. Well, according to the Futureplex, when I wrote that several years ago for 99X, where I traveled into the future, uh -huh. uh, brought back music for consumption, the ma mass consumption on the airwaves, uh, I realized I found out that Bob Barker didn't die until, I think, 2042 or something. So, Oh, shall? wow. So he's got, we got a couple more years got, left. <laughs> he's got a bit, bit of time left. Uh, he's 99. That's insane. 99 he'll be years a, old. Yeah. He'll be 100 in December. Well, good for him. Like, I, I, he hasn't been seen publicly in a while, which makes sense. Yeah. I, I understand. I just think of, is he alone? Because his wife died a while ago. Oh, God. Seems a shame being alone. Unless you're on the TV show alone. Oh, man. She, did she, wait, did he divorce her? I have no clue. I didn't follow. Oh, no. She died in 81. <laughs> oh, is that why he started pushing the 
pets being spayed or I neutered. I think so, because she was into that, right? And so she died. And so if, he wasn't that old then. What year was he born? 2000, I mean, 1923. So 23. So he was only 60 in 80. God, can you imagine Three. being 60 and your wife dies and then you live for another 40 years? <laughs> You never know, right? You, you think Damn. you think okay, this is sad, but I mean, but I've, hey, I'm sixty. You know, I'm, I'm not. I got another twenty I'm not years. In the the front most. of my life, you know. Yeah. Well, he pushed her. Her message that was nice of him. Yeah, that's nice. Oh, maybe he has kids, right? He's got to have kids. Maybe he has kids. <gasps> they never had kids. All right, so then he's got nothing. He's got no one. Well, he can't be alone. Well, he's got leeches who are waiting around so they can get in on his his money. That's what I worry about with my friend Howard, who's mm-hmm. 70. That other people, maybe even sometimes he would think, what are you doing? You waiting for me to die so I can get some money so you can get some money? Is that <laughs> That's not what's happening. Uh, oh, my God. I'm sorry. I just uh, read that in... 2021 he was seen laying daisies on his wife's grave look i hope he's still active and coherent get your tears out no one will ever love me like that that's why the the last episode of the last of us really got people going uh somebody said that uh they're enjoying it but they've been through this walking dead journey before who? Who was saying this? My friend Adria. Well, I mean, that's fair. Did she ever play the video game? No. I think you'd get much more out of it if you played the game. Mm. And the country- That's what I was thinking. I was, I was going to watch it, but I thought, just like when a movie comes out and it was a book, like, I'm going to read the book. Just kidding. I'm not going to do that. Well, Christina's playing the game, and she's terrible at video games. <laughs> and I can't, I can't watch her play because... I, it's not even her. That's not commentary on her. It's more commentary uh-huh. on me. Like when things are happening and they start to go to shit where like a bunch of zombies come out. or uh-huh. I, I really want to grab the controller and, and say, I'll take care of this. Let me do this. Uh-huh. And because I don't do that and I bark out orders. I'm like, you go. And I just, I, I leave now. I'm like you deserve the right to play this in peace and play it the way you want to play it. Yeah. I'm, nice re- I'm removing myself. I'm sad and I apologize that I don't have the Ability to not act this way, but for whatever reason, I can't be anything other than that person. So, see ya. Enjoy the game. See ya. I mean, so it, it's an interesting thing, and I guess that does come up with books too. When you know the story, and obviously, movies deviate from books. And with The Last of Us, same things happening already. Three episodes in, that there's deviation from the game. It's especially harder to translate a game fully because half of it is you just hiding, waiting for bad guys to make a wrong move so you can pop out and kill them. Mm-hmm. It could be a pretty boring TV show. Uh, but with the game, that game in particular, it had a very good story. It was a very good story. And that was really one of the selling points when it came out in 2013. And if you don't know that story, I guess, you know, what I was saying before is like watching a TV show where you know the story and you know how it's going to play out. You're more so just interested to see how they're going to adapt it and what they're going to do. And as a testament to how the game was written, they're pulling lines directly from the video game, which is pretty. I saw a a side by side of a scene and what it was in the video game. It's pretty crazy because there's somebody saying, you know what, this this is well written enough that we're going to just use these lines. Now, there's they're introducing some new character, apparently, on tonight's episode that's not in the game. And we'll see if people get angry. Well, you know, some people are. But what the fuck? This wasn't in the fucking game. But as far as what your friend's saying and it being uh, if she's been through that before with The Walking Dead, that's a shame because I think Last of Us is a a better show. Oh, that's, I mean, I don't think she was saying that. I think it was more like, well, I've seen 
the shows where they surprisingly kill off someone that you're getting close to or that you're surprised that they'll kill. Yeah, I don't I don't think that the show necessarily is going to do that. But in that last episode, the one that ran through the love story of, you know, two people, spoiler mm-hmm. alert, uh, why everyone took to it, because it was kind of a self-contained episode and it played out differently than it played out in the game. Mm. Uh, in the game, do you know anything about last week's episode that everyone? No, I know nothing about it. Gushing except about for that guy's in it. Well, you're talking everyone about a survivalist. We were talking about survivalists earlier. And one of the guys is a survivalist and he catches another guy in one of his traps one day and allows him to stay for dinner and it's going to send him on his way. But they fall in love and, you know, the episode spans their life and the ups and downs of it. And it's more of a human story. I don't even think there's any zombie scene in that episode, which is nice. And then there's a message that comes out of it that ties to the bigger picture of the rest of the series in the game. You come across the guy, his name is Bill, the survivalist, and he doesn't change. Like in the in the show, he's kind of set in his ways, and that proves to be a pain point in his relationship, and he, he realizes the relationship's worth it, and he works through that. In the show, he's still just an asshole, and his uh, boyfriend gets fed up and decides to leave. You don't see any of this on screen, and as you're exploring the areas, at some point you come across his boyfriend who has hanged himself because... He got bitten by a zombie and wanted to kill himself before he turned. And then uh, Bill acts all cold like he doesn't care. and saying, what an idiot. And then you find a note from his boyfriend, Frank, who says something like, I'd rather have died than spend another day with you. <laughs> I was like, Jesus. <laughs> but even that in itself is pretty interesting. It shows you the dynamics of a relationship that could play out in a world like that where the person's like so obsessed with surviving that they can't give anything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the show took the sweet path where everyone cried. It was like the beginning of Up. Oh, God. Nothing is as traumatizing as the beginning of Up. Well, this episode, uh, it's not as compact. So maybe you wouldn't get anything out of it. It is a shame the fucking Walking Dead is probably ruined this show. Like, ah, more zombies. And fair, fair assessment. Yeah, but yeah. That show was shit, wasn't it? You watched it much longer than I did. I did. I, um, uh, my friends were saying that they stopped watching it after, um, Glenn got his eyeball, you know, like bashed out. That really pissed people (laughs) off. It did. And I understand, you know, people making that sort of decision because it was just so brutal. But I stopped watching it after that because I felt like Negan at that point had really, that character had taken a very in-your-face stance of what we can expect from this person, and we never got that again from him. He was, like, totally cut off at the knees. Is that the right phrasing? But, like, anytime I expected him to to use that same brutality, it never showed its face. He was always, like, like flirting with being that intense do you and think then never was again and so there were no stakes for me i was like he's not gonna do anything he's not gonna kill the main person he's gonna like kill the person next to him that we don't actually really know that well and so i'm not afraid of negan anymore do you think that some of that was because of the backlash where he smashed glenn but in i i don't think it could have been because that was the start of the of the season that was the that was the premiere of that new season so they couldn't have you know, two episodes later when you oh, yeah. expect him to be insane and like, I don't know, I was, I was like, buckle up. All right, here we go. Like things have gotten crazy. And then it was just, ugh, all right. you know, raids on the town. People are scared, but he never actually, you know, he just does that thing where he'd like get up in someone's face and he'd have that like bat with the wire, the barbed wire around it. And you think he would use it and then he wouldn't. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I'm not afraid of Negan now. So now I, I'm not afraid of the show. The whole show is supposed to be done, and I guess it is done. The the original one, right? Oh, it's and over. Did it go out with like a whimper? Because I don't remember it being officially gone. It was supposed to be this huge event where the, there's two part season, and we're at the end, and maybe Rick. Re- I don't know if Rick returned or not. Yeah. Uh, 
But then they had the Fear the Walking Dead, which I have no clue what that one's about. West Coast people, right? Jeff, uh, Jeff, Tim's friend Jeff, really liked it. All right. And I heard that it's better. Like Walking Dead was really inconsistent in, in how good it was. And I think that maybe Fear the Walking Dead was just like consistently okay. It also go, went on for way too long. I do think that there's Ugh, something to be said about ending a series after like maybe three seasons. Yeah. Tell your story. Three seasons is a long time. You don't have to, you don't have to wrap it up. You know, it could just be like, this is the way life is going. Leave them wanting more. Instead yeah. of instead of saying, please put this show out of its misery. Thank God. I know we say it frequently, but Simpsons. I mean, shut, get out of here. <laughs> well, it's embarrassing. Yes, I, <laughs> I don't. It's embarrassing the amount of seasons they've had. <laughs> well, The Walking Dead, for what it's worth, when we're talking about embarrassment, apparently the Daryl Dixon spinoff is coming now. Oh, boy. So he's, we're still going to get his adventures in the... Wait, Daryl is the dad? Daryl's dad? No, that's Rick, right? Oh, that's Rick. That's right. Who's Daryl? Daryl is uh his friend? The redneck guy. Who's <gasps> Oh. Whose brother was in Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, I remember I used to do an impression of him. Which one? Daryl or blue guy from Guardians? No, the blue Rooker. guy from Michael, Guardians of Michael the Galaxy. Michael Rooker. Yeah. Michael Rooker. Yondu. Hey. I can't I don't know if I can do it anymore. I forgot that I did that character, man. I mean, it wasn't in the show that long, but that's when I watched. I feel like the first season was pretty good, but they killed off uh, Rick's best friend quickly. Who? Uh, that was annoying. I hated that like wife that was sleeping with him, and then uh, she thought her husband was dead. Oh no, I, that's fine. I just didn't like her. Well, she died too, right? Yeah. I think Maggie's still alive, so maybe she'll be uh, next to Daryl and his new adventures in the zombie world. Man, that whole season two, like that first half of season two where they're like, well, I'm just looking for my daughter. And it was so slow and fucking boring. Oh, my God, boring. daughter. It was then she was in the barn. Of course she was, she was in the barn. In the, of All course right. she was in the barn. Why are we still looking? She's fucking gone. That's when they lost me. Like that early. That early. But that's the thing. So back then it was like, you just got to get through season two. You know, you got you to gotta get through <laughs> no, it. It gets really good. And I remember hearing that about so many new shows that were coming out. It was like, yeah, the first season's okay. But then you get it. I'm like, I, and then Hammond, good from the start. Yeah, Hammond from Jurassic Park shows up. And then <laughs> that's the old man in the farm. That's what I, I, I don't know. <laughs> oh, I remember um, during that season when uh, they had him hostage or something. And uh, they were in that town. With that mayor. Anyway, um, I remember being on Twitter while I was watching and it was like, you know, people were live tweeting it and everybody was saying like, if they kill him off, I'm fucking done. Who, Hammond? Yeah, everybody hey. was getting really upset. He got beheaded. Like, they kill him. And then he did. They did. Yeah. For whatever reason, I saw that episode. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't watch the season, but I saw that episode. I mean, I was into it. I remember being really annoyed that like Ellie was a baby and I was trying to put her down and I knew The Walking Dead hit had started and I was still trying to put her to sleep. And I was like, I'm missing it. Oh, that's so that's why, because most people put their kids to bed at seven and you've always put them to bed at nine. And that's why, because the walking dead would come on at eight and you'd say, whatever, you're staying up. Oh, please. I'd be trying (laughs) to put her to bed since seven. (laughs) So that kind of thing. You couldn't pause it like you can now. Mm -mm. Well, Last of Us, again, it's only three episodes in, but I was a big fan of that game. I liked it. Okay. And uh, this this series, I know there's an idea that somebody we know says, oh, how fucking lazy are people when there's video games uh, <laughs> yeah. are the source material for TV and movies now. I was like, well, one, it's been done quite a bit. And I do agree that a lot of it has been shit. Like Mortal well, Kombat. Well, a lot of the games have been shit. Like, the, I think... When he was saying that, I was really biting my tongue because I felt like he was so out of touch because he's talking about the Mario Brothers movie, you know, or like, I don't know, Sonic (laughs) even today. Like, those aren't games that have a story. These are, you know, if they made Assassin's Creed the movie, 
I think that'd be kind of, or maybe they did. They did. Didn't they with Jake Gyllenhaal? Yeah, they did, and it wasn't that good. But, but at least that's a story. Like, maybe it was a bad example. Um, but oh, oh, uh, Bi- Bioshock. Is that one? I, I no, I don't think that was. A, they don't. They didn't make a movie. But I'm saying I think people really liked the storyline of that one. They should do Wolfenstein. We're just killing a bunch of Nazis. It was a very. Oh, that would be fun. There was. A, but I'm saying what my point was is that that there are games now that do have their stories yeah really like interesting and like your game that you love so much granted look it's easier to write a good story for uh, red dead redemption 2 yeah it's not even necessarily the story in that one that's good it's just an open world game with nice graphics and uh, a lot of interesting things in the game that don't even necessarily pertain to the story that really pulled me into that one uh you know, Last of Us. Sure, the story is it's good and you're basing it on other video games. So is it that difficult to even implement a good game? Uh there you know, it's it's not so deep because you can't do that in a video game. You can't have the deepest right. story because you need people to play. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, the story is told in otherwise it's a movie. Yeah, it's told in cutscenes for the most part. Um but the fact that at the end of that one, like you really felt something like you were like, oh, my God, it's like that's a testament to good writing. Now you need to take that and flesh it out more for TV. And hopefully they can get the same uh, emotional pull that they were able to get with the video game. That's what is, I'm hoping for is Bioshock. I don't remember if this is the one, but what was the video game where uh, you love Bioshock? I don't. I just know it was a thing. Um and maybe this is that uh, the the story was it was a little girl that was with you for a really long time and then she grows up and then she has like a girlfriend and then the girlfriend i think dies and i think you go off and you're the you're the little girl i don't know enough about bioshock to say anything i don't think it was bioshock it. shoot i don't know how to even search what i'm saying <laughs> I mean, some of what you're saying applies to The Last of Us. There's a girl named Ellie. I think that's what I... This has been a game that's been out for a long time? Yeah, the first one came out in 2013. And then the, uh, okay. the last, I, the second okay. one came out a few years ago. All right. Well, then I... Unbeknownst to me, I know this plot line. But I don't I watch it. As it's based on a video game. And it can't be good. <laughs> I think the point that he was trying to make is that there are uh, a lot of creatively bankrupt ideas floating around, uh, which is, I agree this with. This is true. But if you're going to make that argument, your foundation better be pretty sound. Like, it's yeah. not even that difficult to have a sound art. No, foundation. He, he needed to pick a different Just pick thing the, to focus the on. Just pick the one wrong thing yeah. <laughs> out of all the options out there. I mean, Mortal Kombat's got a following those movies. I never really liked them. Obviously, Ugh, there wasn't a yeah. story to Mortal Kombat, so nobody could say, well... It didn't fit the game. The characters was the only thing driving that. Yeah. And they just released one recently. Did I bring up Max Payne on this show? <laughs> like last time? Oh, maybe you did. That was a, that was a video game that had a very good story. Uh-huh. Uh, they tried to make a weird ass movie. It's like, what Tomb the Raider. Fuck. Yeah. Tomb Raider <laughs> too. I mean, they even just did the, uh, what was the one with the little Spidey man in it? Tom Holland. Uh, they made fuck. a video game. Yeah, I mean, uh, movie what i play uncharted uncharted which were i again I, I wasn't really into those games i played them they were fine uh people think oh tom holland he's on top of the world right now he's spider-man he's such a hot commodity and then nobody gave a shit i love when that <laughs> I happens i don't even know who he is how dare he's dating the other hot commodity the biggest name who? In Hollywood, he's uh he's with her, Zendaya or something. <gasps> I love Zendaya. Well, you love Zendaya. That's who he's he's uh. She's so talented. I like Zazzy B. Who? That's who I like better. Zazzy D. Zazzy Beats. Who's that? Zazzy, I like Zazzy Beats. Loved The Greatest Showman. Yeah, because it's good. Travis showed it to her. I didn't know. But she was like, I love it. I would have kept it it from her is what you're thinking. 
What's that? <laughs> Is that what you're thinking? I would have kept it from her. No, I just was not the one that showed her. Yeah, it's a good movie. I don't, yeah. I don't care what anyone says. It's a little long. It's not long. What's the runtime? It is an hour and 45 minutes. Yeah. A little not long. That long. Get out of here. <laughs> Felt a little long, you I guess. You just can't appreciate good music and dancing. Yeah. Man, I, I was. I don't love Hugh Jackman's voice. I just don't. I was watching. I don't like his vibrato. Was, I'm not going to argue. It's just a preference. I'm not saying it's good or bad. I, I also can't. Prefer. I also can't argue. You're probably right. I just like Hugh. Oh yeah, for sure. I, I get it. I like Hug Jackman. Hug as, Jackman, <laughs> as a marquee said once, because the H was missing. Hug That's Jackman. That's what the marquee said. <laughs> I was watching Greatest Showman on TV, and they do this with other things. They obviously edit movies for TV, but my fucking god, the cuts they made to songs weren't oh. even on beat. They weren't even on beat, and. I swear to God, the tempo was changing throughout. Like it would speed up for a little bit. Oh, then I bet that makes sense. Yeah, of because they would do that because they need to save like two minutes in the length of the movie so they can get a couple more ads in. So they changed the tempo, thinking no one's going to notice this. And maybe if the whole song were set to a bit faster tempo, you'd think, right, ah, that's a little off. I can't. But when you're changing it in the middle of the fucking song, there used to be. Maybe I'm wrong. And we both agree. No, I bet you can hear it. No, you can hear it. But it was yeah. what I was going to say. We both agree that watching movies on TV is shit. Nobody should do it. And if I ever catch myself doing it with all the fucking streaming platforms I have, when we were running through them at the beginning of this episode, <laughs> I was like, you can find it usually somewhere. It's like, why am I watching this on TV? Yeah. Fuck you. Uh -huh. But I, I th at some point, I have to think that people used to at least put some thought into the edits they made to make it fit f for TV. And sometimes you would, uh, you know, go to commercial breaks at a suspenseful point. So people would stick around. Now it's just in the middle of sentences and it cuts off and fades out and goes well, to commercial. Well, because those are on platforms like Pluto. And Pluto is just a, you know, like a, a, a spread it across the entire platform. Just commercials start. Blah, yeah. Whatever. You're right. But they also don't need to fit into a certain time. Maybe Pluto does because there's a live TV element of it. But I'm talking about. USA and TNT. Oh, yeah, they don't care anymore. No, there is zero care. <laughs> it's just, why did you cut at that emotional part? Like, you just killed the whole fucking scene. Like, you're in the but middle. People that are watching that and not trying to find it on streaming are just like, whoa, okay. Uh, this is just what I'm in for. Fucking insane. And nobody, like, it's got to be background at this point. Nobody's watching. There was a time when. You're like, all right, here's a movie I was, I was curious in seeing. It's on TV. I'm going to watch it because mm -hmm. I don't feel like going to the blockbuster. Yeah, that would be your only option. You're like, oh, Tootsie's on on a Saturday <laughs> afternoon. I'm going to yeah. watch this. I'm going to watch this. And hopefully I can't go. I'm not going to go out and rent it. So it must be that, though, right? That I get, But there's still some people who watch movies for my the parents. first time on TV. They'll Oh, not for the first time. But they'll if Harry Potter's on, my dad's got it on. He doesn't care if there's 20 billion, you know, already the movie's two and a half hours long and then it's four and a half with commercials. He doesn't care. And that's always the best. Like, this is going to be on TV for the next five hours. Like, it's an hour and a half movie. So, yeah, a lot of commercials. <laughs> and then they get you because remember, they would they would let it run for the long, like the longest lengths of time that you'd without a commercial would be at the front end and then near the end. <laughs> They'd like cut them up commercial, a little bit of the movie and commercial climax. Yeah. Like commercial. Yeah. You're like, Gah! movies used to be like it, you, to see something on TV at one point before blockbuster or video rental. I know blockbuster wasn't the first video rental, just the big chain that emerged from it. Mm -hmm. It's like seeing something on TV. It's like, Oh wow. I have no other way to see this. I'm going right. to watch it now. It was always the Wizard of Oz, though. I feel like when they would show, <laughs> it's like, yeah, we're showing a movie on TV. It's Wizard of Oz. Oh. Wait, why do you think it's Wizard of Oz? I just feel like that was a movie that was always shown on TV. Like, if go back before cable, network TV, uh, if there was ever a time they were showing a movie, I feel like it's Wizard of Oz. That's what we're showing. <laughs> okay. Um, but so HBO popped up, and you had the ability to watch movies on HBO. 
that was still curated. And then... And TV shows. Remember, you used to watch TV shows. Back. Yeah. But when Blockbuster Dragon came... Rock. When Blockbuster came, it really... And I, again, video rental. I shouldn't just put it on Blockbuster. But movies were somewhat disposable. Like, they would show in the theater. They'd have longer runs than they have now. And then when they were done, that was it. You couldn't watch it again unless it was re-released. And you would just have to... It would live on through people saying, oh, I saw this movie once. It was about this. There was no way to go back and watch movies. And did I mention before that VHS VHS cassettes cost like $80 when they first started coming out? Oof. So most people, when I say there was no way, obviously VHS came at some point, but they were 80 bucks. And if you, if you adjust for money today mm-hmm. in like the early 80s or something, it's like, fuck that. I think Top Gun... I'm stealing this from a book I read, uh, uh, the nineties, but it was very interesting to me. Uh, so I guess blockbuster came to prominence in the nineties. Uh, top gun was like one of the first VHS cassettes where they're like, Hey, this is only $28. Some people, Whoa, (laughs) they they bought it. But, uh, once you could rent movies, it suddenly, it like movies then became a thing that people could watch over and over and then overanalyze. And then it gave rise to, uh, self-proclaimed movie experts because they decided to watch every fucking movie they could rent. And then they would, uh, act all pretentious about it. Hmm. I'm going to tell you why your taste in movies <laughs> is bad. It's weird that this fantasy of yours has turned into someone criticizing you. This isn't a fantasy, but that is, that's what people, they gave rise to people like that. You couldn't go rewatch every fucking movie and pick out what you wanted from it. You'd have to watch it in the theater. Maybe you could go see it again if you liked it a couple times. And that was it. They were gone. And now they're just everywhere. They're all at our fingertips, which is cool, but... But it does sort of breed that uh, that that newer sort of way of thinking of like, well, whatever, you know, because because you can just watch it again. And and I think we were the last generation that had to watch the Christmas movies and shows at Christmas. And that's it. I mean, even even with Blockbuster, you're not going to Blockbuster and renting the 15 minute how the Grinch stole Christmas. (laughs) No, like I guess you could have found ways to own them if you wanted, but I also never wanted to watch that stuff outside of Christmas. It meant something. Right. But now, I mean, my kids every once in a while will turn on not that short, not the Dr. Seuss one, you know, but that your favorite one, that Pixar one, Ugh, the yucky Grinch. They call it that because it's disgusting. One with Jim Carrey. Oh God. Just look at the cover. What a performance. Tell me it's not gross. What a performance. Oh, and they have him as like a little kid. Ew! It's just the, it's just so bad. It's so bad. His yellow eyes. I mean, it wasn't as bad as the Cat in the Hat with Mike Myers. <laughs> At least that was pretty. Was it? I mean, visually, it was like oversaturated and pleasant to look at. Everything in the Grinch is like blurry, but also like dingy. Ugh. It's like it's like you soaked the movie in a like a dirty sink. <laughs> Ugh, I hate that movie so I'm much. I'm looking at the cover. You don't like him sneaking around. He's standing on one foot. Look at his face. Yeah, that's great. That, the person who did the makeup is a real talent. Uh, that's, didn't Jim Carrey, like, that's when he took his turn into the, like, who am I? <laughs> I don't know. I'm Jim Carrey living inside of Jim Carrey, but who's the person living inside of that? <laughs> <laughs> he did uh he did that with Man on the Moon. He I would think talk this was the start. I think that he was like stuck inside of that prison of the makeup that he and the, the prosthes the prosthetics and stuff he had to put on. And I think he started to think, when this comes off, that's the real prosthetic is the Jim Carrey face. <laughs> It's like a a cocoon for him. Yeah. Then he emerged. And he still wasn't free. He emerged. (laughs) (laughs) Well, your kid shouldn't be watching Christmas movies. It takes away. It's not as nice. I know, but that's what I'm saying. I think that just all this Gen Z and maybe my kids are Gen Alpha or something, but all of that, like, fuck it. Who cares? 
do it. Do whatever you want. They were showing something on TV the other day, some Christmas Everything's shit. Everything's available. Yeah, something, some Christmas shit on TV. I was like, why are you showing this movie right now? I know I still have, well, we have YouTube TV, but. See, that's the expensive one. Isn't that like $50 a month or something? It's like fucking 60 I think. Yeah, so I'm, I'm not even that deep into YouTube. I don't pay that one. I pay, oh, you don't? I pay the electric bill. And then I get <laughs> YouTube TV. I mean, the electric bill tends to be more, so who's getting the better deal? <laughs> but I think there's part of me that doesn't want to pay for TV, so I'd prefer to pay for the electricity. I guess we should start the show, huh? We should oh, okay. actually start the fucking show. Welcome to One Topic, and thanks for, to lis- for listening to One Topic. <laughs> Your name is Autumn Fisher. My name is Greg Russ. Yep. And uh, that was the show. That was fun. You think people are going to like the abrupt ending? Probably not. Keep them on their toes. Too bad. Yeah. Deal with it.